Welcome to the Out What Now podcast. I'm your host, Megs Pulvermacher, and each week I'll be bringing you stories, interviews, and insightful conversations with queer folks, much like yourself, about how they've navigated the ups and downs of their coming out journeys so you can do the same while learning to love yourself more fully and live more boldly and authentically. Wherever you are in your coming out journey, know that you're right where you're supposed to be, you're loved, and we're so excited to be on the journey with you. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Out What Now podcast. Super pumped to be hanging with you for yet another day of our Chosen Family series. We're only two episodes in and we're already having so much fun. Really, really pumped to be hanging with you for day three and to bring you today's awesome guest. Today, I am sitting down with none other than Megan Wall, whose pronouns are she, her. Megan is a spiritual money coach, and she really specializes in helping people to develop this like sexy, intimate, sacred relationship with their money, to get up and get cozy with it, to become friends with it, to know it inside and out by knowing themselves inside and out, and really tapping into a lot of those mindset and values-based and purpose-based ways of thinking about and interacting with money, which is super cool. And Megan, just as a human, I've really gotten to know because she's a member of the Queer Impact Collective, which is uh, an online community that I run that's specifically designed for queer identifying entrepreneurs, creatives, and change makers with the goal of amplifying queer voices and empowering queer missions. And Megan has been a a member of the Queer Impact Collective. We reference it a couple of times in this conversation. So if you hear QIC, that's what we're talking about. And it has been really cool to see her different offers that have come up between her, she has a membership that's all about money and has these cool opportunities for meditation and spiritual work and all of this stuff that I think we really miss the boat on in just kind of mainstream society. You know, money is really about numbers and adding, subtracting, budgeting, allocating, all of that different stuff. And we really miss a lot of the feelings and stories and mindset that goes into that. So she does amazing work and I've really had a good time getting to know her because she's also just, and you'll hear it in her voice, she's just a cool, unique, kind of witchy, funny human. And I can't get enough of those people in my life. So I'm super excited to share this little snippet with you of who Megan Wall is, some of the work she does, and some cool ways that you'll be able to work with her as well if you are interested. She has a really cool um, free coaching op going on throughout the month of December, and we are still early, baby. So 
um, if you want to hang out with her, get some insights and see what she's got going on, make sure you take advantage of that because she has some really great stuff. If you want to follow along with her as we're going through the episode, you can find her most readily on Instagram at Sacred Numbers Co. All right, that is her handle. And um, let's see. I think that's all I have for right now. Anyway, you don't need to hear me talk anymore. Let's go kick it over to my conversation with the other Megan. All right, Megan Wall, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for having me today. Absolutely. Excited to have you here. Pumped to have you one-on-one. A rare occurrence, but I I feel hashtag blessed to have it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I know who you are, but the people out there don't. Uh, Who are you? Pronouns? How do you identify? What's going on over there? Uh, hi, my name is Megan. My pronouns are she, her. Um, yeah, I identify as a spiritual money coach um, and I help all the people with their money issues. Um, when was the last time you had to come out to someone? <clears throat> the last time I came out to someone, probably the only time I've ever come out to anybody in the way of like somebody didn't already know this about me. Um was to my mom a couple years back and just in general I was just telling her like you know uh, my husband and I are open or like we have a poly relationship or we were playing with being poly at the time and so I was just kind of talking to her I was feeling you know there's a lot of boundaries you got to set there's a lot of issues that come up in the relationship when you start playing with that type of dynamic Mm -hmm. so I was kind of venting to her And she was like, oh, well, okay, just be safe. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but honestly, I haven't had to come out many times ever because, and this kind of leads into the next question is just that because I am a cisgendered woman in a heterosexual relationship and so it, in a a marriage. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't really play out in my everyday life where I'm like having to tell people like, I'm pansexual or poly or any of these things to people who don't already know me, you know? Right. Yeah. I guess you would have to be in very specific containers where that would be like a relevant point of discussion (laughs) outside of your work or just like your day-to-day life. Right. Because nobody's like, okay, so you have a, you have a man for a partner do you also date women and how does that work for you? And it just like, doesn't ever come up in my life. So (laughs) I've, it's funny because I don't really feel like I've ever come out to anyone, even with that conversation with my mom, it didn't feel like a coming out per se. It just kind of felt like I was telling her about my day today. (laughs) Today, I I was today years old when... (laughs) Oh, that's great. Cool. What a good answer. What a good (laughs) non-answer. You're so welcome for that (laughs) non-answer. Thanks for nothing. I don't actually, I don't, I don't actually come out. 
<laughs> there are so many things to come out about. But um, so you kind of gave us a little bit of your story, but cocktail party version, let's say. What is the story of Megan Wall? What makes you you? Yeah, I love, first of all, I love talking about myself. So thank you for this opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Um, I, okay. So like I said at the top, I'm a money coach. And honestly, like when you own your own business, it kind of becomes your whole identity. Like you feel like there's not much outside of you that doesn't have to do with your business. So I often identify a lot with what my business is doing, who I help, you know, how I take up space on the internet, really. And so my biggest mission on this earth is to help people with their money stories and with their businesses and starting up amazing, impactful businesses in the world. And also breaking down anxieties around debt and spending and money in general, because it's such a, an emotionally charged topic. Mm-hmm. And it just breaks my heart. So I, I, most of my life is about money. So that's kind of <laughs> what makes me, me is money. <laughs> money. Yes. <laughs> I love that. How do you, how do you land in that realm? Were you like, is this a born this way situation? Is there some like experience or turning point you had where you were like, holy shit, like money is the thing. I love that. Mm. Yeah, definitely didn't start out. I started um, bookkeeping for my dad when I was 18, my first ever job, which was a very um, high responsibility job for an 18 year old (laughs) who didn't have her accounting degree yet and hadn't taken one single class in accounting yet at that point. So yeah. um, And then I started my spiritual journey and just learning about the universe. And I grew up super religious and So as my religious views were changing, I just felt like my whole um, purpose on earth was also changing, which I believe that we have a different purpose every day. Like today is my purpose is to talk to you. And tomorrow my purpose is to go get a massage probably. You know what I mean? So (laughs) I don't believe we have one purpose, but yeah, I don't feel like I'm answering the question particularly. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes you just, I think we go through life and stuff just kind of happens or mm-hmm. like who we're supposed to be and what our purpose is sort of just makes its way in there. And, you know, it's a an 18-year-old opportunity to bookkeep and it's like, wow, there's actually a lot more depth to this than just this plus mm-hmm. this equals this and in and out and all the mindset and soul type stuff that comes with it, which is totally your wheelhouse. Like you make it witchy, right? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) It's funny because like, I I can see a few different paths for what my life might've been like. Mm. And I definitely could have, you know, taken it down this road of like, like being very empirical and being very scientific about money and, and keeping it as at like arm's length, you know, for myself and not bringing it close to my being and to my identity. Um, which is just fascinating to think that there's probably a parallel universe of me in that, (laughs) in that lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are just these little 
decisions that we make that totally alter the <laughs> trajectory of what it is we're doing out here for sure. So in your family is money like a thing or, or, you know what I mean? Like this love of money, appreciation of it. And kind of that, you know, you talk about the, the drippy luxury awesomeness. Is that a thing that you grew up with or is that something that you've developed over time? Well, my mom and my aunt were, were both accountants slash art accountants. Um, so the, 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 the way that money is, has always, like, I used to help my mom do reconciliations when I was a kid, like reading off bank statements to her, which is hilarious to think about <laughs> <laughs> as like a 13 year old. But, um, in that way, yes. But in another way, no, not at all, because it's like, they definitely kept it at, at arm's length. Like money was never, it was never, um, a spiritual practice. Like I've made it. Um, my dad, well, we've always been well off. My family's always been well off. I've always been very blessed in that way. Um, have always had some definite untanglement needed to be done with money and value and like winning people's love by like buying them things and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely not in the way of like a spiritual practice for sure. Right on. Not getting into bed with it or anything like that. Right. <laughs> Too bad. All right. <laughs> um, so we actually kind of had a little bit of a discussion about this in um, QIC maybe last week or I can't remember. They all blur together. But we were talking about um, family and this different stuff that comes up this time of year and what that sort of looks like for everybody in different realms. Um, but when it gets to this time of year, you know, it's December, it's holidays, it's new year coming in hot. Uh, what kind of stuff comes up for you this year? What's your mindset? What are you thinking about? What are you up to? Uh, normally the holidays are my favorite time of the year. Everybody's just so happy and getting to spend time with people that I really love, you know, and this year on the other hand, though, it's been very hard. It's been very heavy. And I feel like it's the political climate. It just makes it so that you can't, you have to be very careful. You know, you can't say one thing before you are like down the rabbit hole of like, like we're talking about vaccinations or political leanings or, you know, fucking paying college football players. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's all very intense recently. Yeah. Yeah. There is a, a lot going on. Um, and it unfortunately can make things that are supposed to be fun a lot more stressful. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, and it kind of blurs that line um, between stuff that's out there and like, you know, it infiltrates everything, sure. um, et cetera. <clears throat> so uh, as a business owner, um, I know that you are probably, you know, you're, we're wrapping up Q4 here, looking, uh, looking at goals and things coming in for 2022, uh, both as a business owner and as a human. Um, but do you have a big takeaway from 2021, something you learned about yourself, maybe in business, in life, 
what went down with you? What's your takeaway? And if you have any advice for um, folks going into 2022. Yeah. So the biggest takeaway, it's funny because I feel like everything's culminated in like the last month. Like I didn't, I feel like I almost didn't learn anything for the first like (laughs) 10 months of 2021. And then like all of the lessons have come crashing down on me for 20, for like in the last just 15 days, probably two weeks. Um, but yeah, I've, for me, the biggest lesson has been like prioritizing pleasure in my everyday life and you know, taking more intentional moments to like, go take a walk and, uh, sit down in my journal in the morning and not just sit down at my computer and immediately start working, which is like things that I, that I know logically, but it's harder to practice. So, um, definitely being more like asking myself intentionally, how can this moment be a pleasurable and, fun and not so serious because there's been a lot of serious lately. Yes. I love that. Have you, um, so is that something, I guess with incorporating that, what does that look like or what, uh, how do you do that or how do you plan to do it since it's maybe a more recent lesson? (laughs) Yeah. I am implementing it into my business for my money ceremonies, my money dates, my, um, because like I said, money can be so serious. It can be so like emotionally charged. And I think that if we just like, let it be fucking fun for once ever, (laughs) it will just, it just makes it so much better and taking the pressure off of ourselves. So balancing like low pressure circumstances, as well as like pleasurable, fun, like roller skating down the street and like not worrying about having to be perfect or like falling on my ass, which is happens a lot of time. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yes. More fun is always the answer, isn't it? Yeah. Fun makes everything easier and it makes things that are scary easier. Mm -hmm. And I mean, money is, can be such a, such a scary thing. Yeah. Um, any other, uh, advice or, tidbits for the people out there um Megan Wall mic drop moment (laughs) god um okay so advice for 2022 just my my biggest piece of advice I always give on podcasts is just start meeting with your money every day I know this podcast wasn't about money particularly but (laughs) (laughs) queer not vaxxed or not start meeting with your money every day and um, start strengthening your relationship with it. Because I feel like a lot of times we talk shit about it. We are like really bad friends to money and money doesn't really want to hang out with us. Mm -hmm. And so when we begin to work on that relationship and start like loving it and spending time with it and learning what its favorite movie is and what its favorite meal is, (laughs) then, we love our money more, even if it's not in our bank account. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. The more you know about someone, the the easier it is to, uh, to love them. And mm. we all want to love money, right? <laughs> yeah. If folks want to get in touch with you, what is the best way 
to do that? I hang out on Instagram all the fucking time. I have an addiction. It's a problem. It's okay though. <laughs> um, my, my handle is at sacred numbers co. And I also have a podcast called the sacred wealth podcast. And yeah, you can come shoot me a DM, say hi. I love connecting with my community. Awesome. And any, if folks are interested in working with you, maybe they need a little help with hanging out with their money and being a good friend. Do you have anything available for them to be able to get in touch with you? Yes. I have my money madness going on right now for the holidays only. You can find that link in my bio. It's the very first link. It says money madness, free coaching, and you can just choose the best time that works for you. Yes. Free 99, baby. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Love it. And um, trust me, any opportunity that you get to hang out with Megan while you're going to be very glad you took advantage of it. So hit her up, people. It'll be a good time. Um, Thanks so much for coming on, Megan. This was awesome. We'll definitely have you back on to get into the nitty gritty of the Megan Wall story. Um, But this was a great start. Thanks, Megs. You bet. That is all for today. Catch us back here tomorrow for another episode. Until then. Keep it queer out there. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Out What Now podcast today. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you could take the time to leave a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And if you know someone who could use the message you heard in today's episode, please, please, please share it with them so that we can get this message out to as many people as possible. Thanks so much for being you and keep it queer out there. Yeah.